0: Good morning, family. Um, It's really an honor to be here. Um, uh, This morning, we are going to continue with um, our series, wonderful series, um, On the Rock. Amen. Thank you. Um, It is uh, really necessary that we we really focus on this and uh, find out why God... uh, Is challenging us to check our own hearts uh, this morning. Um, I've just written down here uh, uh, on this series, uh, on the rock, I just wrote life that is built on the rock. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Life that is built on the rock. Then with that foundational scripture on Matthew 7 verse 24. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Amen. Life on the rock is a life that will remain in- invincible, resolute when everything is shaken and fading away. Hallelujah. Uh, I will just share uh, a prophetic message that was uh, said by one of our leaders, uh, Bishop Mani of uh, Philippines, when we were uh, in Joburg, in um, Rosebank, for uh, the conference, Word and Spirit Conference. He, he talked about shaking, hallelujah. Uh, he, he was encouraging us as South Africans about what uh, is happening in our country. And he just said a wonderful message that uh, there is shaking that is taking place in this country. And this shaking is necessary. Because when there is this shaking, all that which is not of God will fall and will fade away. Until the plan of God and the plan of God alone remains. Hallelujah. Without that shaking, we cannot see the plan of God. Hallelujah. But shaking comes with panic. Hallelujah. When you are in an environment where there is shaking, you are bound to panic. You are bound to shift your focus and make sure that you want to see, look at the side where shaking is taking place because you want to protect yourself. Hallelujah. When we are in that process of shifting our focus, to the shaking, to what is happening around us. We are drifting away from God. Our hearts are drifting away from God, even unknowingly. Hallelujah. Though we love God, but because of the shaking that is taking place, we find ourselves shifting away from God. Hallelujah. In the book of um, 1 John 1, verse 8, John is talking to, to the church, not to the non-believers, but he's talking to the church. And we know that, according to the Bible, the church is the righteousness of God. The Bible says in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, He made him who knew no sin to be seen, that we may become the righteousness of God. So we are the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. But John says to the church, If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the word of God is not in us, and we make God a liar. Hallelujah. It sounds contradicting, because the Bible says we are the righteousness of God, but this verse is challenging us to accept the fact that we have sinned though we are the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. So now we're going to go to the scripture and see what God has for us. The scripture in Matthew chapter 5, verse number 4. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Hallelujah. Talking about the shaking, you know, when, when you shift away from God, something else will fill your heart. Amen. And not something good. Anxiety, panic, even brokenness. Hallelujah. And then you will start to have a heart that is mourning. Amen. When you feel that you have lost your hope, sense of life. You feel brokenness in your heart. You start having that mourning spirit because you are living in in that kind of situation. And then Jesus here says, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. It feels good to know that even if we mourn, there is a solution in our mourning. Whatever brokenness we have, there is a solution. Jesus is not a man that he should lie. If he says there is comfort in every morning, that is true and that shall come to pass. But now, the real comfort, the true comfort will happen when we allow God to shift us back into our position of intimacy with him again. Comfort is, comfort, comfort is found in intimacy with God. Then here, God talks about comforting us. When we agree, with God about sins in our own hearts and start mourning over them, we will attain the enviable state of blessedness due to the comfort we receive from the communion with the Holy Spirit. We need to come before God broken, no longer trying to justify our sins before God, no longer making excuses, No longer hiding away from God. God is love. God does not judge us. God is here to save us. God knows what we're going through. God knows even our sins. And he's ready to deliver us from that, not to judge, not to condemn. So there is no reason to run away. There is no reason to try to justify. There is no reason whatsoever. God comforts those who are honest about their own sins and humble enough to ask for forgiveness for forgiveness and healing hallelujah when we become honest about our sin as i'm standing here i know my identity i am the righteousness of god i'm no longer a sinner because i am the child of god but because I am in the process of total deliverance. Cleansing is a lifelong process. We cannot say now I am clean enough. As long as we are on this earth, we will go through a process of cleansing. Cleansing until Jesus comes. Hallelujah. So when we agree that we have seen and humble ourselves before God, and mourn of our sins, crying out to God, to repentance, asking God to heal and forgive us. And God will do that. Hallelujah. Because God is producing a church that will resemble him, that will carry his character, his beauty, his glory. And we are that church. That is why God has brought this series like this. Because God is is calling us, on the rock is calling us to higher levels, to higher dimensions, because that's where we belong. Hallelujah. And he wants to be with us there. The Bible says, keep your hearts with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Hallelujah. The enemy will attack our hearts to destroy us, to destroy the plan of God in our lives. This is why the Bible says now we have to guard our hearts. Hallelujah. Because out of it spring the issues of life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And then we can guard our hearts by coming to God and genuinely mourn of our sins to repentance. He will give us the true and permanent comfort like he did with David. Amen. David, We, have, we, we know the life of David. David is a man that God said, I have found a man after my own heart. A man that will do My will. Hallelujah. But in the process, we find David doing the opposite. Hallelujah. But I've learned something about the life of David that when he commits sin, when he committed sin, he would always mourn over his sin. He was king when he committed sin. He was in a position even to order the prophet to be killed. Who was prophesying against him. But the king, the God-fearing king, knelt down before a a humble prophet. In the book of... um, 2 Samuel, chapter 16, verse number 7. David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said to David, The Lord also has put away your sin. You shall not die. God didn't look at the magnitude of the sin David committed, but God looked at the heart of, of David, the attitude of David's heart. When he committed that sin, when God found him, he just mourned over his sin. He cried for repentance. And immediately, the very same prophet who told David about his sin, God spoke to that prophet and said, God has already taken away your sin because of your humility before God. And you shall not die, because the wages of sin is death. But if we mourn of our sin, genuinely, and cry to our Lord, we will not die, but we will be delivered. Praise the Lord. David was a kind of a person that was really amazing. He refused to think that he is pure. Even if he, he, he knows nothing wrong he has done, he would go in the presence of God and ask for God to search him. This is amazing. This is amazing. Because of uh, the fears of life, we always come before God to pray about what we need. Healing and, 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 and that and that and that protection. Amen. But we see David just coming to the presence of God, just to present himself before God, that God may search him, search his heart. Yes, he knows he, when he thinks about himself, he doesn't see anything wrong, but he knows that God can know better than him. So he, he doesn't conclude that I am fine. Let me go to God, so that the one who searches better may search me. And, when, and then he will find sin and help me out of it. Then in the book of Psalms 139 verse 23 and 24, David says, the Bible says there, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties and see if there is any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. He always seeks God to guard him. He doesn't want to justify himself or to see himself pure. But he wants to always be under the guard of God. The last scripture that we will talk about is the very same David. David. Psalms 51, verse number 17. The sacrifices of God are broken spirit. A broken and contrite heart, those God you will not despise. If we come with a broken spirit, spirit, you know, God exalts those who humble themselves. If If we humble ourselves, and we discover that, you know, I, I just looked at the lyrics. I was just amazed when I, I, I felt that I would have to keep it down. He's a maker and we are the dust. And it really preached to me when I, <laughs> I was standing there looking at the lyrics of the song. He's the maker, we are the dust. Really, it's amazing. It's just a sermon on its own. That if one can, we can have that attitude that God is there to mold us, to perfect us for his glory, then if we come before the presence of God with brokenness of spirit, a mourning over our own sins, recognizing that we fall short because we are human beings and that we live in the world where sin is everywhere around us, Then the Bible says, God will not despise us, but he will attend to us. I believe this morning, as we come genuinely before God, we are the nation of God. And God entrusted us with the riches of heaven to be a blessing to the nations of the earth. And you and I are chosen by God to be the agent of that solution. If we come genuinely, I'm seeing a a blessing. God is is going to release. He's going to release something. As we come out of this place, we will never be the same because God is at work and he needs to involve us, to invite us to work with him in fulfilling his plan. Right now, I'll call uh, my leader, Pastor Pierre to come forward and conclude in the wonderful name of Jesus. Thank you
1: very much. What I love about Pastor Linda is his passion for the purity of the word as you guys hear this morning. To conclude this morning on this encouraging message and we sang it this morning. Who knew that the man of sorrows would make our hearts whole? The example of the mourning that Christ had over our sins. And that, that very Christ says, if that, you get into that place of mourning your brokenness, you shall receive comfort. Isaiah 53 speaks prophetically about Jesus. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Sounds like mourning to me. And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised That's what mourning does. That's when the comfort comes. When we sing we are healed by your stripes, it doesn't speak of a physical healing. It speaks of the inner healing of the soul because of poverty in spirit and we're grieving our state that Christ steps in and he heals our souls. And then so beautifully and so many times there's the physical manifestation of physical healing. And I want us to take a moment to to quiet our hearts before God and respond to this word. I love what you said, Pastor Linda, is that so many times we think we've got to present strong. think we've got to keep it in place. It is probably the, the hardest thing, to be honest. It's probably the hardest thing to go to a brother or a sister and say, I'm mourning because there's sin in my life. We hold back. We don't do it. But the invitation is mourning is that Christ is sitting ready to give us comfort. The Spirit of God is sitting willing to comfort our souls, which might be in soul poverty. And, and, and I think he wants to do that for some of us this morning. So let's again open our hearts for him to speak. Let's pray together. Will you pray for us as a people? Thank you.
0: Father, we thank you, Lord, for your love, for your amazing grace, and your faithfulness, Lord God, to your word. Here we are as your children. Is the family of faith Lord your word is not just a rhetoric Lord but it's a living message it touches it changes lives we connect Lord God to the heart of this message Lord that will release your spirit the spirit of comfort the spirit of restoration Lord God intimacy with you Lord Jesus We thank you that, Lord, you will heal, your spirit will heal every brokenness, will restore our hopes and sense of life, Lord God. You will direct us, Lord God, the way to go, and we thank you that as we leave this house, Lord God, we will be empowered to change our surroundings and the nations of the world. We thank you, Father, in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Amen.
1: Lord, and we want to be like David who say that you would search our hearts and see if there's any wicked way in us, Father, so that we can be clean. Lord, your word says, who can ascend to the hill of God? He who has clean hands and a pure heart. Lord, thank you for the clear call this morning that you are calling us higher. Lord, you've given us hiking boots to come up to the places that you're calling us into. Lord, you're telling us to, to ascend unto the rock of God. And we want to come with clean hands and pure hearts. And we we invite you, Father, to speak to our hearts this morning. Thank you for the comfort that comes through the gospel message of Jesus. Lord, and that we are truly healed in our souls and our spirits because of your wounds. Every wound that you took upon yourself. Lord, thank you that we can be blessed and happy. Happy is the man who mourns. Happy is the woman who mourns. Because you bring comfort. Lord, all the brokenness that we've seen in this world that we need comfort from, Lord. Death, brokenness in families and relationships, brokenness in our own state is because of the sin of this world, Father, and the sin in our lives. And I pray, Lord, that we would be a people who find a comfort because we often and always come to you with a broken heart that you never despise. And we thank you for that. In the wonderful name of Jesus. And the people of God say, Amen.